0: Like I told the first service, between the children's message and, and, and this song, I don't even really feel like I need to preach. I really could just sit down right now and we'd be just fine. Um, but I have an assignment before me, and I, I pray that um, we all receive that which God has for us. So a few, few things. If my voice sounds a little different or towards the end of the, um, the sermon, uh, it begins to sound a little different. I'm okay, I promise. They told me it's going to take a few months from my, a few weeks to a month for my lungs to get back to 100% after having pneumonia, but it's okay. Don't be distracted by what my voice sounds like. Hear the words of God. Amen. 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 Secondly, I, as I begin to look at the scripture, I am going to say us, we and, and I a lot, instead of saying they, And that is because even though this scripture is happening to them, I really believe it is for us. Amen. Scripture for today is found in Galatians 5, verses 1 through 7. And it reads, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Listen. I, Paul, am telling you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. Once again, I testify to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is uh, obliged to obey the entire law. You who want to be justified by the law have cut yourselves off from Christ. You have fallen away from grace, for through the Spirit... By faith, we eagerly await, wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. The only thing that counts is faith working through love. You are running well. Who prevented you from obeying the truth? The word of God for the people of God. Most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your word, Lord. I ask that you would eliminate all distractions, that you would eliminate all distractions, that you would eliminate all distractions. Lord, let us hear your word. Let us digest it. Let us be open to it, Lord. Let us be better as a result. In Jesus' name, amen. And reading this scripture, a lot of things jumped out to me. There, there are a lot of terms that we can touch, a lot of different uh, angles that we, we, can, we can really look at. We can talk about circumcision. We can talk about freedom. We, we can talk about what Paul was really saying to the Galatians, and we will talk about them all. Uh, but today, what, what I need you to see is that Paul is making an appeal to the churches to ignore the direction of the missionaries of that time, telling the people that they must be circumcised. Now, make no mistake that Paul has no issue with circumcision himself, itself uh, being Jewish he was most likely circumcised I, I could I could go on a limb and say that he was based on the the positions that he held within the church as a whole his issue was bigger than just circumcision his issue was that the people were being lured back into the bondage of the law he was concerned that eloquent words had convinced them that faith grace and relationship were not enough, convinced them that the cross had no power. Effectively, the people were sacrificing the freedom they had in Christ and causing the cross to be of no effect or importance. In this scripture, Paul tells them about the yoke of the law. A once celebrated call for discipline now a weight that is not designed for us to carry. For we know that Jesus says, cast your burdens on me and take of my yoke, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We know that Jesus calls for us to rest in him. Jesus calls us in from the outer court to relationship with the Father. It is Jesus that covers us, surrounds us, and fills us with his grace. But in choosing the law, We reject all that Jesus has done and is doing for us, in us, and through us. Keeping the law, as is indicated by the Old Testament, required that we hit the standard of 100% every time. As my grandmother would say, 99 just won't do, baby. It required blood to cover the imperfections. It required great amounts of sacrifices. And the problem was that none of the people of that time, for that matter, none of us will ever be and were ever perfect. So their hands were consistently dirty and sacrifices were given for atonement often, you see. But Jesus... Jesus died and shed all the blood necessary to free you, to free me, to free us from the bondage of sin and the law. It is Jesus in his infinite wisdom that granted us access and desires relationship with us. So knowing all of that, the question then becomes, why would you go back? And that is the question that Paul himself is asking in this letter. In verse number seven, he says, you were running so well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This message is huge to me. This message is huge to me because if you ask someone who is not in the church, someone who has not yet uh, uh, known Jesus to be their Lord and Savior, but claims to believe in God, why they choose not to be a part, you will most likely get this answer. I have to get myself together first. I'm too dirty. I'm too too wretched. I've done too many things and God can't love me like this. It, it, you will probably get the answer that says that I can't come to God as I am right now. I, I I have to clean me up first. If you ask a new Christian what their biggest fear is, they will most likely tell you that they are afraid of messing all of this up. They're afraid that this great gift that Jesus gave them, they're going to mess up and they're going to lose and it's not, not going to be theirs anymore because they, they, they have done something that has caused their ability to earn their salvation to be messed up this tells me that we have not yet yet exposed enough people to the gospel message this tells me that we have not exposed enough people to the good news And you may ask me why I feel that way. And it's because too many people we see every day are concerned with checking boxes on the nice list and trying to stay off the naughty list as if Jesus was Santa Claus. Too many people we know and claim to love are under the impression that they can earn their salvation. Too many people in our communities, and our spheres of influence, still believe that they themselves can justify themselves and that they themselves can make themselves worthy. Too many people seem not to know what Paul writes in verses 5 and 6 when he says, for we, through the Spirit, by faith, or waiting for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything but faith working through love. It is His grace that freed you. It's, it's, it's his grace that freed me. It's his grace that freed us. It was our faith that allowed us to realize and accept this fact. And as a result, we do not have to work to be saved, but we work because we are saved. We do not have to work to deserve, to deserve his love and his power. Instead, we understand that it is his love that empowers us to work. We are not checking the salvation boxes on some list to get to his grace, but we are living under his grace. It is because of your love for God, the relationship you have with God, that you choose to live his principles and to operate in his love. Amen. Today's message is designed to encourage you to engulf yourself in the gospel. When I say engulf, I mean be washed in it, be filled with it, be surrounded by it, be so consumed by it that there is no room for anything else. Be so filled with it that anything not like it is put out. Be so filled by it that there is no room for anything else. My old Sunday school teacher used to say it this way. I want to be so filled With the Spirit of God that if a mosquito were to bite me, it would leave singing, I know it was the blood, I know it was the blood, I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. And I know I'm not a songbird, but y'all get the gist of what I'm saying. Be that filled with the gospel message that it flows out of you. Be so filled with the gospel message that it flows from your lips effortlessly. Be filled with the gospel message so much that it shows in your actions daily. Be filled with the gospel message so much so that it becomes that. Your life becomes a discipleship journey to go ye therefore making disciples of all men and of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Church, we have work to do. But first we must accept that his his great we must accept his grace through faith first we must understand that Jesus and he uh, came and, and was wrapped in flesh and lived among us he was born of a virgin he was he was he was laid in a manger we know the story wrapped in swaddling clothes we have to understand that he walked this earth and endured a lot of the same temptations a lot of the same challenges that we endure we have to understand that there's some challenges and situations that he endured that we will never endure we have to understand that Jesus freely gave his life on the cross that we might have life we have to understand that it is his blood that was shed once and for all that made atonement for us once and for all we have to understand that he is not dead lying in some tomb but he he rose again on the third day just as he promised we have to understand that this gospel message is not just enough, but it is more than enough to sustain us, to drive us, to direct us, and yes, even to keep us. And once we understand this to be our truth, we will find that prayer is our first option and not our last resort. Once we understand this to be our truth, we will become love will become our lifestyle instead of an emotion that we pervert to get what we want. Once we understand this to be our truth, the enemy can miss us, can, can get away from us with all this new gospel stuff where all of these small details that say that we have to earn something that God already gave us uh, is put in place because we've already sold out to the true and living God. We've already sold out to our Lord and Savior. We already know the truth of the gospel, and that is all that we follow. And it is at this point that we can go after the lost and the confused with this, the true and living gospel message. But first, we must be engulfed in this gospel. We must be overtaken by, as the songwriter states, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God.